Artlist.io What's up, what's up, guys? This is Carson Charisma. And it's Greg Wilson. And you are tuned into another episode of the Anomaly Podcast. We're back. We are back. We're back. For another episode. Of the Anomaly Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what's been going on? Um, just life, man. Um, you know, it's still Black History Month. Yeah. Right now, you know. Um shout out to um shout out to your boy and my boy, um, whose anniversary um on t- the day right now that we are recording. It was actually the day before um of his passing his assassination. You already know he tatted. I know, I know, that's why I had to bring him up. Um, you know, thank you for, you know, um brother Malcolm for everything that you have you know, brought to um, mm. the culture and to the black community, to the white community, just to America in general and to the world. You know what I mean? You we should are, celebrate him more. Uh, for, for sure. You know, um, just his teachings and just, you know, his influence is, you know, so broad. Um, so just shout, you know, shout out to him, man. I mean, I truly believe that, you know, um, when you are as big as, as big as he is or was and, you know, people try to take you out. You know what Listen. I mean? And, I mean, that's that's what happened. But speaking of that, have you seen the uh, movie, the Judah Jude Messiah Jude Black? Man, it is on my list to watch. Yeah, I'm gonna go home and like watch that. But you know, I've been struggling, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's Black History Month, right? And all of a sudden, my job want to do DEI training on Black History Month, <laughs> and you know, it's just so it's just like, bitch, why are we talking? Like, I don't yeah. want to talk to y'all about this shit. Right? I already don't like y'all. Did you have a meeting recently? You white devils. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to fuck with none of y'all. And so, um, yeah, like we've had, it's like a, a six week thing. So every, right. so like we have a meeting, then two weeks go by, we have another meeting, two weeks go by. Mm-hmm. So we just had our second meeting in February. Thank God it's our last one right. of February. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just interesting to me that we started DEI training in the month of, of February, Black History Month. But um, yeah, it's just, okay, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna be done. Okay. One lady got on. She was like, oh, well, I just want to say, like, I'm not racist because my daughter has assured me I'm going to have mixed babies because these are the best kind. Did she really say that? She said this. And I was thinking to myself, like, blonde fucking spot, bitch. <laughs> like, the, you don't say shit like that. And I'm sitting here looking in the camera like, wow. and I cut my camera off because yeah. I'm really finna go. I'm finna go off because let me tell you something. And to all of my white counterparts, listen, I love you. I do. Um, white women, I love you. I do. But um, my black men, if that's what you're into, are not a trend. They are not a factory to give you pretty babies. Right. Do not suck on black dick if you're not going to speak up on black lives. You hear me? Right. Like, are you equipped? I wanted to be like, are you equipped to handle having black grandchildren? Is your daughter equipped to raising black kids in America today? Mm Because that's what they'll be. That's what your children and your grandchildren will be if she goes and has babies by a black man. Like, you got me fucked up right now. And... The audacity you, the, is really uh, on sale. Bitch, the audacity is hot. That bitch got the... When I tell you I was so hit, I was heated. And there's so much more comments I can make. But we'll talk about that. That's another day for another episode. But Yeah, yeah, for sure. Shout, I, out, shout out for all the black folk. Black yeah, I don't, I don't blame you because, you know, <laughs> just the... I, I don't see how you, you know, process your mind to think, like, that's okay to... To, to they say. don't. That's the thing. They don't process. They don't. They don't have to think about stuff right. like that. So it's just so they just say shit. Dude, I literally saw this thing on Instagram the other day. It was so funny. <laughs> um, the girl was like walking and like jogging or something, mm-hmm. and you hear some guy go, "Move, bitch! It's Black History Month." <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. that. Yeah. I and saw then that. there was one where um, this this young black guy was going into all his classes, yeah. and he was like, "You say he's like oh, yeah, I yeah, say yeah. slavery, you say sorry, slavery." And I was like, "Sorry." sorry. He's like, "It's okay, guys." Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the one girl? She was like, "Sorry," like question. Right. She was like, "Sorry." I'm like, "Nah, that ain't good." I was I was like low key rooting for. I was like, "Nah, that ain't good enough." Go back go back out and come back in on this class. Like it was so funny because yeah. every he would go into all the classes yeah. like I say slavery, you say sorry, slavery. And I was like, "Sorry." sorry. Right. <laughs> I was like, I love us, man. We do some shit. We do. Um, but um, but anyway, so yes, Black History Month, guys. Um, if you don't know your black history, you need to. So um, be sure to celebrate it, not just February, but every month. Exactly. But we're going to go ahead and get into it. Facts. Not going to be a super long episode. But um, we want to talk to you guys about 30. 
mm-hmm. and the societal pressures of 30. Yep. And and I say 30 because, you know, that's like the normal age where you, I feel, I personally feel like it's like, okay, that coming of age, you should have your own house, you should have your own car, like all these things that people's society says. Yeah, but yeah. honestly, you correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like at, societal pressures happen at any age almost. You know what I mean? It just depends on like what type of societal pressures, but they really happen at, happen at any age. I can, I can guarantee you and I went through some societal, societal pressures at 25. They might be different than what we went through going into 30. Right. But we, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, it, what do you think? It does. It happens at any age. You know, I went through societal pressures at 25. Um, I went through those, you know, societal pressures right before I turned 30. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're 29, you're like, man, you know, it's like, it's, it's right there. And then you're thinking, okay. Um, I have these specific goals, not just for society, but for myself mm-hmm. that I figured, you know, when I was in high school or college that I would have knocked off the list, right. you know, and I haven't necessarily accomplished this yet. And you're like, damn, have I failed at life? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, have I failed myself because I haven't, you know, lived up to not only societal standard, but to my own standard mm-hmm. for certain goals that I might have for myself. So, you know, uh, to your point, I think it's normal for everyone to to have, you know, um, certain societal pressures, you know, um, before they turn 30. So, yeah, that's what we're talking about today, guys. And, you know, I really feel like it's something that everyone can relate to, whether you are, you know, over 30 or you haven't reached that milestone yet, or even if you're 20 years old. As a 21-year-old, you're still dealing with societal yeah, pressures. Yeah, you know sure. I mean? So it doesn't matter um, what age you are. You're st- you you know you're still dealing with that so 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 okay so I am 28 I'll mm-hmm. be 29 June 20th I'm gonna say that again for the people in the back June gang gang shout 20th. out to Gemini gang hey gang 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 because you're Gemini too I that's am. how we love each other um <laughs> so yeah so basically um I'll be 29 June 20th um and I can I could probably identify what my biggest societal pressure is right now but as a man who is you know over 30 yeah. Um, who is married, has children, Yeah. Um, who is successful. Tell me what your, you didn't say yeah, who is successful. Oh, yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, so tell me what your biggest or what would your, like tell everyone your biggest societal pressure that you feel happens right, is, is happening to you right now. Because, and, and, and I don't think they ever go away, really. Like, right. We learn how to navigate them better and deal with them and ignore and, and do our own thing um, as we get older. But what would you say, and not even just necessarily for you, right. Greg Wilson, but just um, men who kind of have the same uh, demographics as yeah. you? So if I can speak on myself, mm-hmm. literally right now, mm-hmm. at, at this stage in my life, I would say it's the bag. It's the money aspect, mm-hmm. you know, because... Um, Many people want to have a family, kids, you know, a house, different things of that sort. And I am blessed and fortunate enough to say I have those things. Mm -hmm. But in that same sense, I mean, I'm not making seven figures. You know what I mean? Um, I can't, you know, hop on a jet. You know, um, if I want to buy, you know, my wife a Birkin bag, I'm going to have to save (laughs) up for a couple of years. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Just being realistic. If I want to, you know, go out and buy a Birkin, I mean, I can... I can do a Louis Vuitton or something, you know. Right, what I mean? right, right, right. By, by Christmas time, I can put that sh- <laughs> put that shit on layaway, right. you know what I mean? But now, nah, jokes aside, I would say you know it's the bag for me as a man because um, it's 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 about status and securing securing the bag and having um, a certain amount of income, you know, uh, coming in for myself and for my family for in because I don't want to be someone that re- is dependent on money. I just don't want to. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't want to be dependent on money. Mm-hmm. I want to have it, but I don't want to worship it. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. I just want enough where it secures me, where I pay off any debts that you know, any debts that I had, mm-hmm. um, or or what have you. So, um, but I think that there's a, a number of things that we you know uh, feel pressured about once we are turning you know a certain age. So um, that's it for me. What about what about for you? Question right back at you. Um. I think as a woman mm-hmm. um, at this age, um, my biggest societal pressure is to like get married and have kids. Right. Um, I mean, just straight science, straight facts. Women are only born with a certain amount of eggs. Right. So whether you have 500, whether you have 5 million, that's what you have. Right. At the age of 25, which is super early, mm-hmm. they start to deplete. Right. So by the time you hit, you know, 30, mm-hmm. 
you have five years. If you only and you don't know what you were born with, I could exactly. have been born with five hundred million. I could have been born with five hundred. Right. Um, unless you go and see a, a specialist, you don't necessarily know. Mm-hmm. So, God willing, I have plenty left. Right. I'm that five hundred million side. I'm closer to that end of the spectrum. But um, God forbid, I'm not. Right. Then that's five years. Right. That my eggs have been depleting. Um, at the rate in which they deplete, I don't 100% know. Ladies, look that up for yourself. Um, and I think, honestly, I think it's different for every woman because we're all different. But um, and our anatomy and gene makeup, all that's different. It depends on that stuff, too. Right. But, um, yeah, so not only is it like, damn, like, just science is pressuring me, mm-hmm. right? Like, bitch, like, you're going to be 29. Like, you don't got no baby. And, like, you really ain't got no nigga in sight. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he like you, he like you. But ain't nobody really trying to like like you like right. you. Ain't nobody right. trying to wife like Ain't nobody serious with you right now at this point in time. So it's like, mm. And so that is definitely like a science type of pressure. But then just pressure from society to be like, and then again, I'm from the South, right? So it's mm-hmm. different, um, you know, from being from growing up in Greenville, South Carolina. You know, most girls my age, you know, it's crazy seeing um, best friends from high school be married and have right. kids. And um, and some some associates married, divorced married again with, with kids right, like right. all before um you know 30 so i have to remind myself that um i am exactly where i need to be but to to that point mm-hmm. not to cut you off mm-hmm. um that means that they didn't necessarily get it right right you know what I right, mean? It, right it it's one thing to you know have you know to to get into you know marriages and um, but if it's not with the right person, you know, just because you're trying to speed into it, you know what Listen, I mean? We're the wrong. microwave generation. Right. We want everything quick and exactly. in a hurry. Right. So if it's wrong timing, wrong circumstances, wrong person, but you're you're feeling so pressured by society to make this happen, it's it's not the move. Right, you know what right, I mean? right. Uh, you can't necessarily just be dependent on, you know, necessarily or keeping up with the Joneses, so to speak. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Based on what you see, you know, this family or that family because – Man, social media makes it hard these days. Yeah, and I think know? that's that has a lot to do with it too. And I know before uh, we started to record, I, I showed you a play a page on um, Instagram. That's one thing too that I would say is a societal pressure, um, especially in this age um, as I get older. So not only is it like wear your man, wear your babies, it's also like you need to be super fit. You need to look like this. Right. You need to have your hair laid, your eyelashes done. Waist needs to be 24 inches. You're at 40. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you're 36, like, 24, 38. Right, 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 right. So you're like looking um, at these quote unquote Instagram models. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, how do they look like this right. shit? Um, but if you have to, again, remember, remind yourself you're exactly where you need to be. God made you, you know, fearfully and wonderfully. Um, and so it's it's one of those things where it's like, those bitches don't even look like they look, like how they look. You know what I'm saying? Like, they right. really don't look how they look. Um, and so there's this IG page um, that I really want my ladies to follow. And some of my men, you know, feel feel free to follow as well. It's, it's a body positivity page. More women are posted on the page than men. But I think it's a nice uh, reference, a right, nice source for you all to, mm-hmm. to kind of go to. And it celebrates all bodies. And I think that's so beautiful. So um, it's called the Naked Diaries. And basically, it's different men and women posing nude um, d- discreetly and tastefully. But they're posing nude and um, you might see, you know, some rolls or some cellulite or some stretch marks, um, some handicapped people. Um, you might see some people, you know, who um, their chest is a little bit longer and not necessarily sit up really high. They may have bigger areolas like there's all kind of things. And so um I just thought that page was super beautiful because it's very empowering. You see, so often you see, you know, these women who are naked or half naked who look like you're like, and don't get me wrong. Like you you look amazing. That's great. But it's not realistic. This isn't everyone. This isn't isn't everyone's reality. And this isn't everyone's reality. And I think we have to remind ourselves to your point. Social media can really put pile on those societal pressures because Mm -hmm. um, we have to remind ourselves that that's not, that's not realistic. Right. And every time somebody takes a picture, that is a moment where they want, that's only a snapshot of a moment that they wanted you to see. Uh-huh. It is not, as soon as she, she's, she's sucked in, she's got her, her, her shoulders back, her ass out. As soon as she, that picture snap, she's back to, you know, exactly. scrunching over rolls, you know, exactly. all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So um, you have to remember those things. It's just a snapshot of a moment that somebody wanted you to see. Exactly. I mean, um, uh, you know, it's the same thing as, you know, talking about relationship goals previously, you know, um, you see the, couple 
uh, on IG and then matching PJs during December time, you know what I mean, around Christmas or what have you, but you didn't see the the argument that they had right before they took the picture and okay. afterwards, you know what I mean? Like February, this, by Valentine's Day, not even together. That's not the same person. You took, a, you took a picture with somebody matching PJs. You didn't have the same picture with Valentine's Day. That one, Valentine's Day. I'm confused, girl. Um, I'm confused. So, no, I, um, Carson actually took the um, opportunity to show me the uh, Naked Diaries page. And what we can do is uh, once we drop this episode, guys, we can um, just put that name in there. Just, you know. Yeah, tag him for sure. Um, uh, put that in the um, comments for you guys. But, yeah, man, it's beautiful. It's transparent. Uh, to Carson's point, it's empowering. It just shows that um, the realism of life, you, you know what I mean? Enjoy your body as is, guys. And, you know, continue working on yourselves. We all have insecurities. I think that's something that we need to just understand that, you know, we all have certain things that we might be insecure about. Right. But we still, you know, we have to love love on ourselves and not necessarily, you know, succumb to or just be uh, in prison or incarcer- yeah. incarcerated in our minds due to these societal pressures that we deal with. Right, right, right. I also think that um, another societal pressure is um, always winning. And so when I say that um, – we the 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 idea of being ambitious and driven is honestly societal pressure and not and not that um i i am encouraging anyone to be lazy uh because if you i mean you can pray all day but if you don't put the work behind it if you don't you know you can write your goals down works is dead okay and if you don't you don't you can write all your goals down and do your vision boards at the beginning of the year but if you don't put the work behind it then you know what the fuck you doing exactly so I'm, i'm not saying be lazy however Rest is a part of the process, yes. right? And I think it's important. It's you know, we get we get on again social media because I think that's really the core of it all nowadays with societal pressure because um, you know people aren't writing letters, nobody reads magazines or newspapers like that, right? So it's right. it's it's social media that's where it really starts, and so nobody's posting their failures. So we have this societal pressure to always be winning, to always be on the go, to always be doing something, um, to always to to always appear as if we have shit put together exactly. um, to appear as if, you know, we're, we're doing Forex and making a whole bunch of money to appear right. as if we're traveling across the globe to appear as if we got that bay, um, somebody's son and me, somebody daughter <laughs> and me. Right. right. It, we, it, we always have to appear as if um, we're branding and marketing and we're, we're building our content and our followers and, but Hey, sometimes it's okay to sit the fuck down. Exactly. It's okay. Arrest is a part of the process. And, and just because you decide for a day or two or maybe even three that I don't want to do shit today. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like being ambitious. I don't feel like That's running good. around. I don't feel like putting out any content. I don't feel like, hey, that right there within itself could be content you put out later to say, right. hey, I didn't feel like doing shit for three days. Right. Here is why, right? Like, And I think it's important to em- embrace those losses. And not even losses, right? You don't, you don't ever lose, you learn. And I think it's important for that because nobody's posting those failures. Nobody is... Is saying Say like, that again. you know, what I'm saying nobody's saying like, yo, like, yeah, I'm I'm a millionaire, but it took me, I lost, I I'm a millionaire, but I lost five hundred grand to get to being a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? And so nobody's saying that. And I think um, we just we put this pressure on ourselves. We see, you know, these 26 year old women who, um, you know, have are a franchise owners of a Chick Fil A. And, you know, at 30, we're like, well, damn, what the fuck? Right. Um, or, you know, we see, you know, these these young people, you know, doing the workout boot camps and getting Mercedes and, you know, whatever. Right. We just see people doing things and we're like, we compare. Right. And it's, it's the root of all evil. Like mm-hmm. we're comparing and it's like that that right there will put you in a rut and you'll never be able to move forward. So my advice is to not let those societal pressures um, of just always thinking you have to be winning um, get to you because sometimes for you it might just be getting out of the bed that day. Listen. Sometimes just putting your two feet on the floor and and saying, "Yo, devil, you ain't get me today. I'm getting up." You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna make the best of today. Simply, simply getting in your car, making it from one destination to the next is winning, right? right? Like you got people in Dallas who literally were just sitting in standstill traffic or Fort Worth, whatever they're at, standstill mm-hmm. traffic. And got smashed up and are dead in, right. in 2.5 seconds. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so just the, you have to think about the small things. Those small things are still winning. And don't let society tell you, well, all you did was get the fuck up and go to work today at your regular 9 to 5 right. and went back home and fell asleep. Right. You won. Listen. You still won. Listen. You um you said a word just now. It's, uh, it's so important to Carson's point, man. And 
she just, you know, so eloquently stated, you know, to not necessarily, you know, um, enjoy the losses, but like there is beauty in the struggle. Mm hmm. You know, that's basically what I take from it. And I've learned that, too, that there's so much beauty in the struggle. And if you don't even like the word loss, then replace it with lesson. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you if you don't like that, replace it with lesson. But um, I actually posted something to my Facebook page literally um, like I wouldn't even say two weeks ago. And it said, don't let the Internet rush you. No one is posting their failures. Okay. And, you know, Carson, you know, just stated that. And it's so true, though, because, you know, we see all of these folks that are posting, you know, um, if they're not on vacation, like out in Cabo and you're, you know, um, <laughs> you're watching you're watching someone on a boat, you know what I mean, on a yacht, you know what I mean, just, you know, look like they're living their best life. Meanwhile, you just logged into work right. at 8 o'clock in the morning, you know what I mean? You're like... You're you know, winning because you have a job. Like, right. You're like, damn, that should be me. But right. The, but the, the issue isn't, you know, that you're not at the same place that that person is. The issue is mental. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's your own mind at that point, and you just have to tell yourself, you know what, I am blessed in my circumstance. Mm -hmm. I have a job. Guys, we're still in a pandemic. Right. So being able to get out of bed every day and, you know, even if you're not running a Fortune 500 business right now, you are still moving. You are still able. You know, you still have the opportunity to be great right. um, each and every day. And you just have to change your perspective. You have to change your perspective, guys. Um, that's the biggest thing because you can be so easily influenced by so many things where it looks like, you know, you just you're not doing enough. Mm hmm. I think mm -hmm. we just deal with so much pressure where it feels like we're not doing enough. Mm -hmm. When we are doing exactly in fact, what mm -hmm. we're supposed to be doing right in now. In that moment. Right, you know right, right. I mean? and, so, and that's another thing I wanted to ask you, and mm -hmm. not to pivot too much, but, yeah. um, you know, I'm not a parent, right? I just right. said that was one of my things. I want to be a mom one day, um, whatever that may look like for me. And it's funny, um, not to deter from what I was going to pivot to, but it's funny because I was just having a conversation with one of my friends. She's um, older than me and she's, she just, she's about to turn 35 and she was saying, you know, these niggas ain't acting right still, you know, I'm 35 and you know, I haven't found that person that I'd say, Hey, this is somebody I want to spend the rest of my, like literally the rest of my life with. Right. Um, and because of that, I'm thinking about doing in vitro, mm -hmm. you know, finding a sperm donor. I get to pick him, see what he's like. And, right. you know, bam, bam, bam. He got these qualifications. He just tall. He went to school here. He's IQ here, whatever. Right. Um, and, you know, doing that. And um, and I feel like society will look at her like, wait, what? Like, but that's another societal pressure. And for for, you know, women to, get, again, get married and have kids. And it's like. But a family is a social construct and it's what you make it. And hey. so that's why I pivot to you when I ask you. What is your societal pressure as a parent, right? Because I see so much mm -hmm. um, now that one of my best friends has a son, mm -hmm. my little nephew, my baby. <laughs> um, now that one of my best friends has a son, um, I, I, we we talk, our, our conversations have shifted, right? right, right we right. talk a lot about, you know, parenting. She sends us parenting videos and, you know, how she wants to raise her son and, you know, just any conflict or struggles that she's dealing with in, with itself of how to do things for him. Right. Um, you know, she comes to us about that. And, you know, we're not necessarily parents, but we try to offer the best advice we possibly can and, you know, let her know. She's a phenomenal mother. She's doing good. It's so funny because, you know, she was out to brunch the other day. She's like, I feel guilty. I left my baby with, you know, yeah. his dad. And I was like, girl, like, no, like, it's right. okay, you know? Right. And so just kind of coaching her through that and, like, letting her know, like, you're still a, a human being and an individual and a woman and a beautiful one. So be celebrate, like, celebrate, have fun. Mm -hmm. And so we, we, my point is, I see all these things that she sends. We have these conversations. And there's so many different ways where people say, you need to raise your kid like this. You need to do this with your kid. You need to no TV time. And I had one girl tell me that she's not going to let her kids watch TV at all. And I was like, ever? She's like, yeah, no. And I was like, okay. But who am I to tell her she's wrong, right? right, right. So what is your societal pressure as a parent? Um, I feel like there's so many, me just being honest. Um, because the... Uh, I feel like the top ones now, just from my experience, is um, dealing with technology uh, mm -hmm. and their exposure to technology and, mm -hmm. and television. Like, you know, to your point, to your friend's point, you know, I, I, they're like, I don't ever want my kid to watch TV ever. You know what I mean? And it's like, uh, because there is uh, science out there that too much exposure to technology and tablets and TV and different things of that sort 
it will just kind of keep, you know, um, the child distracted and it'll mm-hmm. be hard for them to focus in, in class and in school and different things of that sort. Uh, also, just for a black family too, um, just, you know, being able to, um, as a father, as a black father as of black sons, like how much time are you spending with your kids? Are mm-hmm. you engaged in your family routine and are you doing this and doing that? Like, I, I don't Carson, it's it's really it's it's a lot. You I know, I feel like there's um, so much to say that says what you should do. Like even with women, right? Like, and I can't speak to being a black man or raising mm-hmm. black children or a black sons, black children at all. But um, like breastfeeding, like oh, you should breastfeed. You shouldn't breastfeed. Like, and women getting shamed because they don't, and you know, women being shamed because they do, and just it's just so it seems like so much. Like it's already like new know, territory. And you know, um, I didn't mean to cut you off, no, but um, I. I never really saw breastfeeding as an issue. I feel like uh, uh, because my wife, you know, um, was able to breastfeed both of our boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm thankful for that because I truly feel like I saw a difference in their development. Oh, yeah. Um, Most definitely. You know, and, ba- you know, just based on that. And, I mean, I fully support it. it through it all. I mean, even her, you know, going through the different changes that she went through. I mean, having to pump at different times of the night i mean uh you know they say you shouldn't cry with spilt milk well that's bullshit it's, right. if, it, if it's not if it's if it's titty milk you're gonna, you're gonna, you cry, gonna cry over that so right. um nah it, it was just i learned so much you know just about her and her strength as a mother and just as a woman period and just just seeing that that whole process you're like wow like you know look what god did mm-hmm. you know what i mean like um so just being, you know, being able to see that she was able to provide that, I'm like, who am I to step in, step in front of this? Mm-hmm. So I just think it's stupid, you know, if society is like, you know, a woman shouldn't breastfeed their child, you know, in public or something That's like insane. that. That's um, insane. Because this is how you are. <laughs> this is the child's nutrition. Right. This is God-given. Right. You know, you're not going to say anything about, you know, if you see, you know, a calf and a cow on the side right, of the right, road, right. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, it's just... I've, you know, society needs to be a little bit more mature when it comes to this this type of situation because... Well, when you say society should be more mature, it takes me to just us in general, right? Mm-hmm. So not even just the breastfeeding argument, right? We, we've talked about parenting, about, you know, needing to have the need to have kids, your finances, you know, right. societal pressures there, right. societal pressures around winning. Um, but now it takes me to, okay, when it comes to societal pressures... Do we, as people, perpetuate these societal pressures that we hate so much, right? So, like, mm-hmm. so you think about it, right? You think about um, Sweetie. When Sweetie got on live and was like, I don't know if you guys, the whole Birkin bag argument that happened for a while, oh, a while yeah, back. Yeah. But she was yeah. like, he can't buy you a Birkin. He can't buy you a car. He ain't paying your bills. Leave him alone, right? Um, well, clearly everybody's not Quavo. And everybody doesn't have Quavo <laughs> money, right? Right, um, right? You know, I would love a nigga with Quavo money. I uh-huh. would love to have Quavo money, my damn. Like, hey, nigga, you have Quavo money. I have Quavo money, nigga. We all Quavo. You feel yeah, me? Right. Would love that. But that's not the case. And so it's it's like we as I know I've, I've seen women perpetuate that same um, argument, I mm-hmm. guess, um, but just in a different way. So not necessarily a Birkin, but if he can't buy you a Louie or if he can't if he can't um, pay pay for this or pay we, for that. And so I feel like I feel like those societal pressures, we we say we don't want our men to feel pressure for that. We want to show them love. We want to take care of our black men. But we put that pressure on them and oh, vice yeah. versa. Oh, we, yeah. Men put the pressure on us, not only just social media. You say, oh, I don't want my girl to show her ass all over the gram, this, that and the third. But you steady liking the bitch who um, like who um, you're steady liking the girl who is is posting that type of stuff. Right. And so now I feel, I see my man liking that type of stuff. So I'm like, Oh wow. Maybe, maybe he's, that's a way of saying I should, maybe should I go work out? Should I go get the surgery? Should I? No, I I totally agree. I think that we do perpetuate it. Mm -hmm. I'm not even like, you know, gonna hesitate on that. Absolutely. And both men and women, it's not just, it's not one sided women, especially because nowadays, um, you know, we, I feel like there's a, there's a thin line between joking about something and then going overboard with it. So we, tell me, elaborate on that. Um, okay, so like there's a lot of, you know, um, pages on IG now where, um, you know, people are just joking about guys being broke and not being able to provide. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you should be able to cash up your chick 2500 like right now. You know what I mean? You know, and while I feel like it's 
supposed to be made as a joke, mm-hmm. people will take that literally. You so know, yes, yeah. we perpetuate it because it does at that point become pressure for a man to say, well, damn, like I really like this chick, but if I don't have the bag that she sees every day on social media mm-hmm. say that he's supposed to have, then yes. Versus now on, on the on the flip side, you got men that's like, now nah, I want my girl, you know what I'm saying? I don't want her to do the bus challenge. I want her to do the silhouette challenge. Like you can like take that off. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like, yo, she, yo, she, yo, she bad. And on the side, over here liking all of this. Right, right, right. Liking all of that. And, you know what I mean? And missing out on blessings see, because of it all. Right. But, I mean, you can see, you know, your man, if you follow your man or your woman, okay. you can see her, that and name. Instagram got the, a, when I tell the you, first name. When I tell you Instagram got a mean algorithm, <laughs> that shit got a mean fucking <laughs> algorithm. I will, I will be like, I can't stand this nigga. Fuck him. Get on social media. He the, him and 5,000 million other trillion people like that. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Have you seen the meme where it's like, um, your nigga and one million others? Listen, right, your nigga and one million others like this bitch picture. You like, hell no. You know what's crazy is I had to get a nigga checked the other day, right? So, you know, I I expressed to you, like, my situation. And so, it was crazy because I had got on Twitter. And, you know, I had unfollowed him. I had to unfollow him on Twitter because I was really about to fucking spaz. (laughs) Let me tell you, I I was about to fucking spaz. So, I literally, I got on Twitter. And um, it was crazy because it was like some girl had said something or and, and he like replied. It was something about lingerie or something. Oh. And then like and he replied. I don't, I can't remember. It was something like she didn't have somebody to take pictures of her and her lingerie. And he like had replied or something with like a dot, dot, dot or something. <laughs> you see my face? I wish these people could see my face. I'm like, what the fuck is the, what the, y'all, no, y'all. That's, that's a dot, dot, dot in English is y'all. That English is called a ellipsis. Why the fuck? Why the fuck? What the ellipsis for, nigga? She gave me the blank stare. Listen, y'all. and that's and that's so. I, so what I did was I saw. I see and she was fishing, obviously fishing. Yeah. So he and he and he dumbass nigga <laughs> caught the stupid ass. She, and so I'm like, I'm like, okay. So he dot 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 it, and so I'm like, okay. So then I go back and look at the, the her reply. Uh huh. I go back and her look at her reply, and her reply is on some shit like hit my line, and he doesn't reply to hit my line. Yeah. Probably because you hit her fucking line. What did she say? So I'm like, okay. So I go and I'm like, I'm about to at both of these niggas and say, don't fucking play with me. Like, stop <laughs> playing with me. But you know, I was like, I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to do that. So yeah. what I did is I just screenshotted it. I sent it to him. I said, you're comical. This is fucking hilarious. Ooh, ooh. I said, you are so comical. Right. Laughing emoji. Babe, what you talking about? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> But you want to do this, that, the third. Nigga, I, I will beat your ass out here in these streets. Stop playing with me. <laughs> he's like, I just, I got to get, he's like, I got to get used to like being more aware of like realizing I can't do that certain shit no more, blah, right, blah, right. And I respect that. I yeah. understand that. Yeah, for sure. Let this be the last time, nigga. <laughs> you hear what Kevin Hart say when she be like, girl, be like, girl, I can't believe you did this to me, but it's going to be the last exactly. time. That's why I was like, that's fine. Right. But you do that. I'm going to go ahead and unfollow you because <laughs> I, I don't want to, I don't want to kill nobody. So I'm gonna go ahead and let it. But you know what? I respect that. That was mature of you. Just like I don't want to see it. Just just in case you just so happen to slip up again. I'm unfollow you. I don't have to be you know privy to your bullshit. And I don't have to be booked for murder. You, you know. What you I mean? hear me? I just, I'm trying to save everybody's life. I got it. You over here trying to commit suicide, and I'm gonna go to jail. So I just don't. I don't. I don't want to do that. So you know. But my whole thing is. I guess my. I know we gotta we gotta wrap it up. But I guess my whole thing is at the end of the day. Um, how would we? If you could say that there were, you know, I won't give it a certain number, but what yeah. ways would you say we could address these societal pressures? So I'll, I'll recap, right? We've talked about as, as a man or around your age, your demographic, your, you know, your criteria. Um, it's about securing the bag, right? right? For a woman my age, my criteria demographic, it's like, uh, bitch, where your man at? Where your baby's at? Why you ain't got no ring on your finger, right? Um, then you have the um, the idea of like the perfect body. Um, women are going to get surgery, and you know, like it's crazy. It's I mean, people are paying thousands of dollars and thousands and thousands of dollars to look a certain way. Um, and it's like, where do they get this concept of beauty, right? Um, societal pressures, mm-hmm. the societal pressures of parenting. What's right and what's not? Do you give them screen time? Do you breastfeed? Do you not breastfeed? Um, you know, are they? Should you? If you're a vegan, should you let your kids be vegan, or should you let them choose what they want to eat, right? Like all kind of different things, and so. My question to you, uh, and, and then of course winning, right? Mm-hmm. Like you always got to be showing up, showing right. up and winning, traveling, right. you know, making money um, on the go. So my question to you is to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. What would be ways um, that you would suggest to our followers to say, 
this is how you can deal with the societal pressures and kind of break that, break that glass ceiling of like, this is what it is. This is what it has to be. You have to be married. You have to have the bag. You have to, right? Like you have to be winning all the time. Like how do you, how do people cope with those things to, to just do them? Yeah. So I, I feel that societal pressures and our triggers go hand in hand. Mm, mm. Say that one more time for the people in the back. I feel like that societal pressures and our triggers, individuals, mm-hmm. even if you're in a relationship, you're single, mm-hmm. even if you want to be in a relationship, don't want to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. we all have triggers. Well, and, right? and, and I said say it for the people in the back, but it was really for me. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, again, our societal pressures deal with our triggers. But here's the big thing, and I'm not going to speak on triggers negatively. Okay. Because I feel like a lot of people thought that I was going to take it there. I did. I did. But triggers let us know where our insecurities are and where we need to work. Mm, I like it. So with that being said, if we're aware of our triggers, then we can know where we need to continue to grow. If we're triggered by something, then it obviously means that we're insecure about something. Mm. We're not that confident about it. Mm. We need to work on something. Where there needs to be improvement there. Get your hand on my pocket. <laughs> so, come on, Malcolm. All right, get your hand so, on my pocket. Um, so, with that being said, don't look at your triggers, guys, as something that is negative, but look at it as a way to c- continue to improve. Mm. You don't necessarily have to look at um, yourself as winning every day. If you are able to open your eyes in the morning, you have won. I promise you. Uh, and if as long as you are able to put your feet on the ground and move, you are winning. Um, you don't have to accomplish 30 tasks in the day. Um, even if that even if one task is like, you know, I didn't get a chance to mop the floor. I mean, it can be something simple or I didn't get a chance to close this million dollar deal. Guys, as long as you're continuing to, to move forward and to, to do, you're going to be OK. But know what your triggers are. And then when you're able to acknowledge what your triggers are, you're able to tackle them head on and take it step by step. You don't necessarily have to try to knock it down uh, or or to overcome your triggers in one day. Rome one was week. not built in a day. Exactly. It's not going to happen. So uh, just be conscious of that and, and continue to move. And um, I'm going to, like, use my final thought to kind of, you know, go back to the Bible, really, where... Jeremiah 29 11 says, I alone know the plans I have for you, plans to bring you prosperity and not disaster, plans to bring you about the future you hope for. So this is for anybody that feels like they're dealing with certain things, where it, whether it's, you know, I'm not married yet. I don't have kids yet. I don't have the job yet. I haven't moved to this spot yet. Um, I haven't necessarily accomplished this, this, that and third that I've wanted to accomplish. It doesn't matter if you're. 25, if you're going on 30, if you're going on 50 or 60, guys, Amen. it does not matter. Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, God will laugh at us for the plans that we make for ourselves. But me? it is not, you know, Ooh. what your best friend has isn't the same as what you have. It's y'all not might, for you. Y'all might be the same, you know, kind of individual. Y'all might have the same lights. Y'all might be, you know, close-knit and everything. But just because your best friend at this point in, in life Versus you, that does not mean that you have to compete with them. Mm-hmm. You guys are both winning separately. Mm-hmm. If you're single and they're married, you guys are still winning. You're just winning differently. Listen, and honey, sometimes the single people want to be married and the married people want to be single. Exactly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There are things the grass ain't always greener. It's not. <laughs> and there are things that you're going to, you know, a um, kind of expire, uh, excuse me, aspire to become based on, you know, uh, certain things and, you know, certain people that you see. So don't let something that, you know, a friend or something that you see on social media or what have you. Uh, and to my point about social media, before I before I move forward, uh, take time away from social. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think it's just important, especially us still dealing with the pandemic, guys. Even if it's um, uh, you know, like if you block out certain hours of the day where you don't have your phone in your mm-hmm. hand, or you just even if you have to deactivate Facebook for a minute, yeah, even delete if you the have app. To delete the app off your phone. Just delete it. You know that doesn't mean you lose all your stuff. You exactly. just delete the app. You can log in back into it later. Yeah, take time away from it. Um, whether it be a week, a month, it doesn't matter. You know what is you know comfortable for you. You know what you need. You know what your mental needs. Uh, I just I know for a fact that time is important. I do it myself um, because if I don't, then you know. At some point, you know, it is going. It's I mean, draining. It's going to drain you. Yeah, yeah. so it's draining. You know, to do that. But back to my other point, man. Seriously, 
when you are looking at maybe a close friend or family or someone that, you know, has something that maybe you wish that you kind of had or what have you, don't let that, don't push a, uh, don't project onto them negative negativity because you don't have it. Let that be aspiration. Let that be motivation for you. You know what I mean? And again, like I said, once you are able to wake up and just, you know, go at, I, I say it all the time. Uh, if you guys follow me, you know, it. I say, wake up, give thanks and go get it. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, um, go get it can be anything. Go get it can literally mean go downstairs, make a sandwich, and get back in the bed. You hear me? Win. <laughs> win. Oh, that's real winning right there. That's you nice. know what I mean? Like, it doesn't mean that you have to go and knock out 30 different tasks. Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, go to work. Go get it means go and take Get what that you PTO. need go, at that time. Go take that PTO day. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I'm going to tell the people about you. Y'all, I be having to tell Greg, take <laughs> your PTO. This man will work, y'all. I'll be I like, I'll be like, Greg, you got PCO? Yeah, I got about 80 hours. You don't go on a van van vacation. I got to take. But you know what? I am taking some, but I, I'm, I'm kind of working. So no, no. <laughs> I want you to take PTO but and no, enjoy But no, seriously. Um, I said wake up, give thanks, and go get it. Um, but literally, go get it can mean anything. It means go get what you need, mm-hmm. um, what you as a person need at that moment. Only you know. Um, nobody can know that And listen to yourself. You. Listen to your body. Listen to what your heart needs. Please do. Yeah, um, for sure. But- you know, I I think that, you know, it's important for us to um, give ourselves grace. Uh, when Carson talks about winning and um, we don't necessarily have to be winning all the time, that's what she means, man. Give yourself some grace and know that, you know, you are where you're supposed to be right now. Um, and everything is, 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 is meant to be where it is right now. Yeah. Carson. You said it all. I mean, there's really nothing left to be said. I, I agree with everything you said. Um, the only other thing that um, I would add when it comes to um, dealing with societal pressures, no, no matter, regardless of what they are, what they look like, um, always ask yourself why. Yeah. Um, why do I want to be married? Why do I want to have children? That's good. Why do I want? Do I feel the need to go have surgery and change my body? Why do I need to feel? The, do I feel the need to have this much money? Is it going to make me happier? Like what? Who told me that I need to do these things? Um, why do I want to dye my hair? Why do I need to wear colored contacts? Why do I? Right? Like whatever it may be. Why am I parenting this way? Mm-hmm. Um, is it? Is it? Did I just see somebody a social media influence, influencer doing this, or did I really do the research behind? Hey, this is really good for your kids, and this is why. Right? There are studies that show this will help and benefit your child. Right? Um, you know, I, I just ask yourself why. Mm-hmm. Question everything. Yes, question everything true. and and um everything you do everything you think about every thought um that becomes reality right so just make sure you're questioning your thought process and and, and really understanding the why um and be like ugly truthful with yourself mm-hmm. say your truth out loud right like i've had to say things to myself that you know you're saying it, you're thinking about it and you're like talking you're like uh Oh, I don't want to say it. Right. No, fucking say it mm-hmm. and say it out loud and hear how ugly the shit sounds. Right. And it's like, oh, damn, like, that's not what I want to do. Right. I don't want to do that. Why? Because that's not who I am. Right. Why did I ever want to do that? Well, besides said I should no. like really just be be open and honest with yourself. D- ask why and don't believe your own bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. It's so easy to get caught up in. Well, I really want to do this for me because no, you don't want to do it for you. You do. You want to do it because you saw you know, Karen online or Susie or, or Beth or Shaniqua, whoever <laughs> that you fucking follow, you saw them do it and you right. think that you need to be doing it too. Right. Um, and to Greg's point, everything, um, whether it be a friend, a family member, a social media influence, influencer, um, just whatever, just cause they doing it don't mean it. It's just meant for you to be doing it. Right. Um, so ask yourself why and, um, be ugly, ugly, truthfully, truthfully ugly with yourself. Um, and you know, just don't believe your own bullshit. Um, and you know what I realized? Mm-hmm. We didn't do a culture shock. So we're going to pause real quick. We're going to do a culture shock. Let's do that. And then we're just going to close it out. What do okay. you say? Yeah, I'm good with okay, that. Okay, so um, that's all we have to say about um, societal pressures, guys. Um, just kind of follow. the And you don't, and you don't, and hell, shit, ask 
question why here, right? Like, right. Read, listen to this podcast right. and question, well, why should I listen to them? Shit, question it, right? right? Do do these things for yourself. Um, uh, everything Greg said, everything I said, we love you. The purpose uh, is to, not to cut you off, Carson, yeah. but the purpose is to get the wheels turning. Right, um, right, 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 and, always. And to, to help, you know, you guys improve yourselves. You know, if we, we're, we're here to help ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, like I literally... I have to take my own advice. You literally right. heard Carson say, you know, Greg, you need to take PTO days. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to myself, though, you know, because I'm not perfect. And I have to heed my own advice, guys. And this is to brainstorm and to help us all improve as a people. Indeed, indeed. Well, we love y'all. So that's societal pressures. Let's do this culture shot real quick before we close it out. So what you re- got real quick, man. Um, today's culture shot, guys, is just about Cam Newton and um, just dealing with this. Um, he was training. Um, I'm a. I actually have to pull it up on my phone. Uh, he was, you know, training um, with these, I think, you know, group of kids. So How old were they? Do you remember? I feel like it might have been high school. High school kids. Okay, uh, so it was like a training camp. Yeah. And okay. Basically. That's pretty cool, right? Like Cam Newton comes to your training camp? Yeah. Okay. So he shared this video of a football camp. Him and, you know, this camper was having a conversation. Camper was basically trash talking. Um, but um, he got under Cam's new. Cam Newton's skin a little bit. I saw. Um, uh, I, I showed it to mm-hmm. you before we started recording, and he got up under his skin a little bit. But the point I want to make is, um, I actually posted a video of a guy that was um, that was talking about it. Man, he, it, uh, you know, he explained it perfectly that, you know, just these kids today, man, just have to really take time to, you know, we've heard it before, but respect your elders. Mm-hmm. But what he said that really stood out to me was he said that, you know, Cam, um, and let, let me back up, let me back up so I can tell you guys the full story. But basically, Cam got into an altercation and a verbal altercation. It wasn't like any type of fighting or anything like that. But they were kind of talking smack to each other um, back and forth. And the little kid was basically kind of being disrespectful, saying, hey, you're a free agent now. You ain't got no money. You broke. Mm. You poor. Right. You know, just basically coming off really disrespectful to uh, an MVP, in a previous MVP, um, you know, a, previous, a legend of a some sort, right? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Heisman Trophy winner, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Uh, won the NCAA championship, and you know when he played at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, you know, it was just disrespectful in the fact that you have this guy here that is on your camp that is trying to help you improve and become a better player for yourself down the road so that you can make it to and do the shit he's, he's done. He's already if made he, it. He, he, he's he's made it. You right, know what I mean? He's right, been in right. the league for years. Right. You know what I mean? Like at least a decade, I believe. Maybe longer than that. So the point I'm trying to make is guys like, you know, especially these younger kids, man, just you gotta be respectful. Um right. it was so disrespectful. But the the video that I reposted um and the note that I took from it that was I thought was really enlightening was basically he said that you can't be, you know, the the kid that was talking back to Cam Newton was black. And Cam Newton obviously is black. And he said that this guy looks like you, you know. And it's not even to the point of a football player or, in, um, uh, you know, a previous, you know, um, Heisman Trophy winner, anything, any of his accolades. As a black man in America, you do not know the type of trials and tribulations this man had to go through to get to the point that he's at. Mm-hmm. So you need to just show respect based on that alone. Mm. So, you know, to the younger generation out here, you know, guys, the entitlement, the, you know, the the ego, check that at the door. Right, right, right. There is no need for, you know, especially when you got people trying to help you. And Cam Newton actually handled it very uh, very well, considering you could tell that he. Do was, you think so? He was irritated. I don't think he handled it well. Well, the I think the last video that I showed yeah. you at the beginning when he was at the beginning to his he coach, did yeah no at the beginning he did coach. but, but yeah, it's, it towards continued the end, you towards, could tell, the, towards you could tell the end he was kind of like bickering back and yeah, forth yeah and bit. I was like Cam you're you're said, you're you are, you're a rich man right you are a Heisman Heisman tro- uh, Trophy winner you are MVP you are NAACP like you know what I'm saying like come on come on brother like, you, you don't got to argue with it <laughs> yeah. with the little boy who's fucking like thirteen you don't have 14. anything to prove so nothing nothing if anything he wants he he you talking about he. How you gonna tell Cam Newton he poor? Boy, right. shut your ass right. up with right. them old Goodwill cliques on hush. So no, my whole point was lot, though, my whole know? my whole my whole thing was I, I get what you're saying, um, but also as adults, like 
let's not feed into bullshit, right? Like, like, come on, bro. Like, you're like, don't go back and forth. Um, but to your point, he did do well in the beginning, and then it just kind of, kind of got, you know, a little bit deeper and went off the went off the side. But um, yeah, I just think it's important to teach our kids to be respectful. Um, I am one of those type of people where like you have to give respect to get it. But um, I'm going to give you a certain level of respect just simply because you're my elder, right? right? Because you are a black woman or a black man who has been through right. what I have yet to go through. And there's my, there, if I just shut the fuck up, there might be something you can teach me, right? right? So um, that's interesting. But, I, yeah, but, that, but see, to your point, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking about the setting. Right. Like, he didn't have to be at that camp. At all. You know what I mean? So, you know. Like, it just, where, where, and were they paying him anything that right. was, like, substantially of what he can is worth? Exactly. So, right. it's, it's different circumstances versus if I'm at, you know, the grocery store and I have this lady behind me. She's being disrespectful. Like, you're not paying for my groceries. Right. I don't care how old you are. That makes sense. Give, respect, give respect to get it type mm-hmm. of situation. But in this particular setting. He just was talking. Yeah, he yeah, was just for no just reason. talking right. smack, you know, to, you know, this guy who has way more knowledge to drop to help you become a better person. And Cam even said that. He's like, yeah, I'm just here to, like, what's, like, what's right. going on? He's exactly. like, anybody, everybody's around looking because you making it a scene. Exactly. So, yeah, no, to your point, give respect to get it. But in the same token, man, uh, I just feel like a lot of, you know, a newer generation just feels entitled and feel like they know everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but we we don't know everything, and we have to approach life that way. Even if there's something that Cam Newton is teaching this guy that he does already know, you know, just kind of accept it and just move on. Right. You know, be appreciative of the moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, like, but, my, when is when will you ever get a chance to be in front of Cam Newton again and you ruin that that whole right. interaction? Right. And God, God forbid, you know, he could have, you know, I don't mean, I don't know. You're in high school. I don't know the rules about going from high school to college or how many years you have to play in college um, before you can go to the NFL. Because I know that changed with Le- after LeBron with right. the NBA. But So I don't know for the NFL. But – my whole point is you don't know who he has connections to or what team or what coach or what, you know, I mean, hey, man, that's my that's my whole little homie. Like, he really, mm-hmm. he can put in a word for you. You go yeah. out there and show out at Columbine Camp and bam. So you're, you're fucking that's, up your own connections. you know how hard it is to get into the league? Listen. So, but no, nah, man, that's, I mean, that's basically the culture shock, guys. We're not going to, you know, just, you know. Run it into the ground. Exactly. But yeah, so. That, but, um, cool, yeah, good shit. Well, Greg, as per usual. Um, it was a dope conversation. Always, um, man. I love you lots. And um, I just appreciate you always bringing your voice and your opinion to uh, the show. Um, to my ladies and my, my gentlemen out there, um, you got you to gotta get rid of those uh, those social constructs, those societal pressures, um, whatever is, is best suited for you, to Greg's point, whether it's, you know, deleting Instagram um, or social media, period, you know, just taking a step back. Um, you know, just do you. Do you. Um, because, again, you were – fearfully and, and wonderfully made and um god has this plan for you and sure. um you are exactly where you need to be sure. right now in this moment and so with that said um of course you can follow me at carson charisma that is k-a-r-s-o-n-k-a-r-i-s-m-a and be sure to follow the anomaly podcast page that is the anomaly dot podcast and y'all know um follow your boy it's greg r-w-i-l-s and that's on ig and twitter man and carson you already know I appreciate you. I love you back. Um, I always love the knowledge that you drop. Because uh, you don't just talk to the people out there, man, but you talk to me. And I Vice versa. And I appreciate Vice you. Vice versa. Um, so, yeah, man, thanks for rocking with us, guys. And, um, yeah, that's a wrap. We'll see you next time.